from Studio 102 in the scenic BBG Annex, it's the Hearts Fire Podcast. Podcast for the team at BioBridge Global, where we're working every day to save and enhance lives through the healing power of human cells and tissue. I'm this week's guest host, David King, and sitting in with us today is Mr. John Barnes, Vice President of Human Resources and Learning. Hello, everybody. It's, it's, it's lovely to get you over here um, in the annex. You probably don't get over here much anymore, do you? It's pretty infrequent, <laughs> unless I can come over and watch the helicopters land. John Youngdahl told me one time that his office was over on that side of the building. He'd get very distracted watching the helicopters <laughs> land and taking off. Yeah, he told me the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, John. It's a helicopter. Enjoy it. There you go. So we're here to talk a little bit about benefits today. Perfect. And, and, and you know, I think that, that part of the philosophy you all seem to have is that our benefits really sort of come off of this people-centric culture we're developing. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it focuses on a number of different things. We care very deeply about ensuring our folks, our, our employees, are happy with what they're doing and are receiving good benefits at a very reasonable price or as reasonable as we can possibly make it. That's right. And, and, and this is something that really a lot of people gets their attention when you start talking about benefits, doesn't it? Well, I hope it does. I mean, benefits is an important part of the work that we are able to do, uh, or the, at least the benefit. I mean, the, it's part of work that's important. Uh, it provides the foundation for a good life. At least that's our intent. So one of the things that, that I wanted to ask you about is, is the new health clinic, because I know that's something that's a new initiative we're taking on. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the clinic is going to be wonderful. It's going to be in the DP in the donor, uh, donor care services hallway with all the lockers where the lockers are now. For those of you who've been along, here a long time, you might remember Ronaldo, who was our occupational nurse. It's going to be in that office area, but we're expanding it a little bit. So the clinic is going to be run by a provider that's called Direct Med. And Direct Med is a direct care provider that's been in San Antonio for quite some time, and their model is really nice. For employees, what it means is you can see a MD at no cost to you whatsoever. And it's any employee, full-time, part-time, covered by our health plan or otherwise. So it's a very nice deal. And so what that means is, uh, and I don't know at what point in time we'll actually be taking appointments in the clinic. So in the meantime, employees can walk in and see an MD. So scratchy throat, runny nose, upset stomach, whatever it might be, uh, they can help with uh, and treat uh, prescriptions and everything. And again, no cost to the employees. And it's a nice thing. At some point in time, maybe sooner than later, we'll extend that to dependents. So that will be a nice thing. Um, so it'll be just like seeing a doctor in a doctor's office. But again, you don't pay for that. BBG's paying for that. And on that note, there are very few employers that actually provide on-site clinics. In fact, according to a survey that I've, I've seen and read, only 17% of employers nationwide provide an on-site clinic. And you think about that for a moment, we're pretty unusual because we're on the other side of 17%. But more importantly, it's usually for large employers like Valero or USAA or other large employers of at least 1,000 employees. But our leadership, Marty and, and others at the officer level, decided it's a nice thing to do for our employees. 
And so we're going to do that. And we've been working on this for a period of time now, just to make sure we are making the right decisions with regard to the clinic operator. We've made that decision, we're moving forward, and as long as everything goes well, and I've assured Marty it's going to go well, we'll open that no later than the end of June this year. So we're gonna be doing some remodeling, some renovations in that clinic area, expand it just a little bit beyond what, what we had, uh, and that will be then a nice place for employees to go when they don't feel well. So I think it's going to be a very nice benefit for our employees. It's going to be completely separate from the organization. So there's no need to worry about any confidentiality or any of that sort of thing. In fact, in HR, we don't want to know. The only thing we're going to do is help run the clinic as need be. And I say run. We're going to pay for that, for the operation of the clinic, but that's the extent of it. We don't want to know, nor should we know, anything else. So it's entirely confidential. That means anything that's discussed in the clinic would be like talking to your own physician. But employees who don't have physicians, don't have what we call a PCP, primary care physician, may want to consider the clinic as an option. So you said, you said it's going to start out as, as a walk-in, but there's eventually going to be um, appointments? Yeah, eventually, because what our hope is that we're going to have a lot of people that want to see the doctor. Um, so at some point in time, we may very well have to have an appointment process. But in the meantime, plans are just to make it a walk-in. You're going to have to put some waiting room chairs out there then. Yeah, you know, on that note, we have a, we have a little bit of a waiting room, but uh, it's not going to be opulent, but it's going to be functional, and it's going to work just fine. So... Um, yeah, we'll have a bit of a waiting room there. Well, good. So let's talk a little bit more about our, our health insurance plan. I know that there's, mm -hmm. y'all have taken in some, some research, looked at comparisons to other plans. Yeah. So where do we sort of stand when it comes to our health care benefits? Our health care benefits are something that we have been working with now for quite some time. Years ago, I say years ago, probably four or five years ago or so, something like that, we developed a strategic plan with the intent of hoping to lower the premiums that our employees pay and that the employer pays. So as it is right now, we're on, on the right path with our strategic plan. When I started here, we had four or so different health plans, and I knew that probably wasn't the right way to go. So over time, we followed some, maybe some thought that's a little outside the beaten path, and we knew that the way to go was likely one very rich plan. So we pursued that. Um, more recently, we had two plans. We had the high deductible health plan and the PPO plan. And as everybody knows by now, of course, the high deductible health plan is a thing of the past, and now we just have the PPO plan, and we intend to continue to make it a rich plan. In other words, a plan that's very beneficial for our employees, at a reasonable cost, as reasonable as we can possibly get it at this point, um, and then move forward with that. So we're on target, we're on the right plan, we're going the right way, um, and as it is now, when we compare our plan to others around the country, our plan is at least as rich, if not more so, and by rich I mean valuable and valued at a reasonable cost. For the fourth year in the row, as I think most everybody knows now, We've not had any kind of a premium increase. In fact, it was uh, in last year's plan, 
we actually decrease the cost of uh, employee and family coverage and employee and children coverage, both decreased, which is unusual because a lot of plans are actually seeing premium increases in the cost that employees pay. In fact, for employee-only plans, it's up about 6% year over year. And for employee and family plans, it's up quite a bit more than that, closer to 15%. And yet we have kept our premiums level. In fact, last year, as I mentioned, dropped it down a bit. Planning for the future is to continue along that path as long as we're able to do that. Major cost driver right now is specialty drugs. And that's a cost driver that's affecting plans throughout the United States. So the more we can do as employees to use other sources for prescription medications, script sourcing as an example, best example, it will help lower the premiums in the future. So what we can do as employees, take advantage of script sourcing, uh, it would result in no cost to the employees to do that. So there's no copay or any of that sort of thing using script sourcing. And our folks in HR, Melissa and Lisa, can provide all the guidance necessary to go down that path. Excellent. So it sounds like we've got a sort of a good plan in place, and it sounds like our, our broker must work pretty hard to keep our, keep our premiums at a, at a good level. We have an excellent broker. I think most, well, I don't know if anyone knows. I'll, I'll just say it. We changed brokers. It's been about three or four years ago now after a lengthy process of determining which of the brokers out in the big wide world are best for us as PBG. We identified a broker that is now called Brown & Brown, and they've done a wonderful job for us. In addition, we have a healthcare consultant that's worked with us for several years now, Allison DePauli, who's also our foundation board chair, uh, very coincidentally. And she's done an excellent job of providing the guidance that we need because none of us are necessarily experts in healthcare and what's happening in that right now. It's a tumultuous area now. Um, so she's provided us with a lot of guidance. Um, so between my team and me and Allison and our broker, triangular sort of consulting arrangements that we have, it's worked out real well for us. Um, and we continue to push pretty hard. We're really at the forefront of some of these more um, off-the-beaten-path sort of uh, processes that we're pursuing to ensure, again, a very valuable benefit system at as reasonable a cost as we can get it at any given time. Excellent. Well, we really appreciate the update and the information. Thanks for, thanks for coming over to Studio 102. It's been a pleasure. Right. Thanks a lot. Executive producers of the Hearts of Fire podcast are Adrian Mendoza and Jay Pajinski. Our producer is Heather Hughes. Our director is Angelica Sandoval. Technical assistance from Matt Flores. The Hearts of Fire logo was designed by Roberto Esquivel. If you have an idea, a suggestion, maybe you want to be on the Hearts of Fire podcast, feel free to email us, heartsoffire at biobridgeglobal.org. Thanks for listening.